the next time that everybody comes together is when, when you have dead. a child. Oh, well, or that. <laughs> we were on we were on really two different playing fields there. Um <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And happy Monday. Welcome back for another episode. So we are getting into the Halloween season. I know your wedding's coming up, but I want to talk about the more important holiday that is coming up. Obviously. Halloween. Halloween. Yes. I love Halloween. I don't know about you. So you're not going to be on your honeymoon during Halloween, are you? So I am actually traveling back the Saturday before Halloween. Okay. So technically, like, we're going to get back in super late. So we'll be there for, like, we'll be here for, like, Sunday and actually on Halloween. But mm-hmm. I doubt we'll really do anything because we'll have been coming back from our honeymoon. Do you have any, like, or do you want to do anything for Halloween? Or do, are you getting dressed up at all? Um, I think I would be okay this I think this year I'd be okay with just, like, snuggling up and watching Halloween movies, like Halloween Town and, like, Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus. and Which I watched all three Halloween movies last night. I went and saw Twilight last oh, night. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I got home and I wasn't tired. And so I literally watched – I'd already seen Halloween Town this season. So I watched Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, because that's a great one. And then I watched uh, Halloween Town High. So, oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. I don't think I'm going to watch Return to Halloween Town because that one doesn't have my girl Kimberly J. Brown in it. They recasted her, so uh, might watch, like, some more Halloween movies. But I was, that was another question I was going to ask you, which is, what is your favorite Halloween movie? Because I think tonight I'm going to watch John Carpenter's Halloween, like... Michael Myers, like that traditional, the 80s version, because that one I like. I actually like the Halloween series. Um, I want to see the new Halloween because I haven't seen it. It's not out yet. I think it comes out oh. the week before your What was wedding. the one that you went and saw? You went to a screening of something, right? Last year? Maybe it wasn't last year. Maybe it was the year before it when you were still in grad school. Definitely was 2018. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Remember that pandemic so, that happened that didn't uh, happen? Um, yeah, we talked about that there last is a week. New, there is a new Halloween coming out. It's a trilogy. So the first one came out in 2018, and I saw it. And oh. then the second one was not good, so I didn't see it. But now the third one is going to come out. It's the David Gordon Green trilogy. Yeah. That's what you were just talking about. Okay, I understand. Yeah. But the John Carpenter one is the original. John Carpenter's Halloween is the original one from 1980s when Jamie Lee Curtis is like a teenager. Okay. Yes. Back to your question. I don't have a favorite Halloween movie. What? I know. I just, I don't have, I don't really, I mean, I love Hocus Pocus, obviously. Um, But I don't have one outside of those that I watch like every single year that I'm like looking forward to. You know what? But you know what I really do like watching at Halloween? Corpse Bride. Okay, that's a Halloween movie. Okay, well then I love that movie. I'm like, I would say like any horror film okay. too. Corpse, yeah, Corpse Bride is really good for a very for many 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 years. I wanted to be a cor- the Corpse Bride girl for <laughs> Halloween. Oh, to say for your wedding? <laughs> no, but like I I wanted like the specific Corpse Bride dress, and it was like hundreds of dollars. So I was like, can't be it. So you know, if I you know don't like any of the white dresses that I have from the wedding stuff. Maybe I can become Corpse Bride next year and I'm just like trying to tatter it up. up. Oh, interesting. Have you seen that movie? Shockingly, I have not. Oh and I know it's Tim gosh. Burton. And I know I that is it. like my family or whatever. Not really my family, but you know. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Corpse Bride fan. I love that movie. Yeah, I've never seen Corpse Bride. And I've never seen... Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, neither have I and neither has Blaine, so we're watching that this year okay. because I've never seen it. And I, I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I have never watched, like, the entire There's a movie. whole cult around it. I'm aware. I am aware. But there's other Tim Burton movies that I like. Like, yeah. Um, I yeah. think James and the Giant Peach. 
Yes, I, was, I like that, that one's one. Fucking weird, dude. Aren't they all though? Like they're just a little yeah. bit weird. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I have I've never seen those two, so maybe I should check those out. Do you? What is your favorite horror film though? Uh, we had this discussion like a couple episodes ago, and I don't have one. I like you, for someone who fucking loves this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I, I can't. I feel like they're all so different in their own ways that it's too hard to pick just like one specific. Do you one. like slashers or do you like? Oh, I like all the twisted. All like all of the things. Are do you, are you more like an insidious like person where you like like the really really messed up things? Or are you like a saw person? I am literally all of these people. You I like literally saw? also think that. Yes, like okay, one of one of my favorite horror movies, which I just said I don't have a favorite, but it like one of the favorites is um Wrong Turn, where they like they take the wrong obviously they take a wrong turn and they end up in this like <laughs> shocker on this like <laughs> at this like weird house and these people like literally cut them up. <laughs> so That's I a like hard that, pass. but then I like like psychological thrillers like Insidious or. What's the one? With, we talked about this so many times and Don't I can't remember. Don't ask me. I literally no, hate horror you, films. No, you've definitely seen this one. Um, I know you've seen this one. It's about the guy. Is it like a lighthouse or a tower and he can't remember anything? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I'll look it up later and, and let you guys know the next time we record, but I can't remember. But um, yeah, I like stuff like that. I really want to watch. Isn't there a new American Horror Story coming out? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I've seen billboards for it all over mm-hmm. LA. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's horror, American Horror Story NYC. Yeah, I think yeah. I I think I'm gonna rewatch Coven. <laughs> I was like, just rewatch Coven. It's the best one, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that gives me major Halloween vibes. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, all else fails, just rewatch Coven. It's always supreme. Get it. Okay. Oh my God, you're so right. lame. <laughs> <laughs> what is your captivation, though? Okay, um, my captivation is something that has become incredibly trendy. And I will have to say here, you've heard it on the podcast first, that I have been a fan of Uggs since I was, like, in middle school. Oh, my God. I still have my first pair of Uggs, but I jumped on the train and got the Ugg Tasman slippers. I did not get the chunky ones with the red, like, stitching that, like, everyone else is getting. I got the, like, more flat ones with the, like, um, brown and, like, dark brown stitching. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, no idea, because I don't like Uggs. I love them. I've actually been wanting a pair of Ugg slippers since my mom got a pair like years ago but her and I really liked her style but they um like stopped selling them stopped making them Mm -hmm. so um I jumped on the bandwagon um and I will be wearing them all of the time I'm thinking jeans sweaters my Ugg slippers and yes they are ugly they do live up to the That's name. Why they're called Uggs. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very, very comfortable and very warm. So, my feet gonna be toasty this fall and winter. See, my feet just get hot and sweaty, so I'm just like not here for that <laughs> You're lifestyle. Like, I don't want a slipper on at all. Thank you. No, because then it's just gonna be damp and. <laughs> Smelly feet. <laughs> it's not the vibe. <laughs> Look, I'm out here. We got an episode coming up next week about sweatiness, and like, I am, I am that girl. Like, my feet just gonna be damp sometimes. I gotta use toe deodorant. <laughs> to deodorant. Wait, how can you make that? Toe deodorant. Toe deodorant. Toe deodorant. What? Toe deodorant. <laughs> I cannot speak. <laughs> oh my god! I was really trying there, guys. Um, Todorodor. Wait, no, what? <laughs> Todorant. That's what it is. <laughs> um. So somebody oh. should. Somebody. Sh- but wait. So like, really though, somebody should come up with that because um, it's a thing. I have it. Oh, I thought you were joking. That's no, hysterical. <laughs> it's a spray. I spray on my feet before um, I put my tennis shoes on. Okay, I need that for my flats that I don't wear like 
Because I have these like really nice pointy flat things. Yeah. From Target. It's by Mega Babe. It's by Mega Babe. I got it at Ulta. Okay, I'm going to Ulta. What the heck? Yeah. I definitely yeah. need this. You spray it on your feet. Because those shoes stink. Like, you know how they get like sweaty and they're like leather. So they get yeah. even worse. Yeah. So I spray, this... you want to know what I spray in those shoes? Oh, boy. <laughs> Perfume. Don't tell me you spray your fucking Joe Malone shit up in your stanky ass shoes. Dry shampoo. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. It actually that's makes them smell like good. Baby, I mean, and like you I put, put baby powder in your. You're supposed to put baby I put, powder in your um, shoes. I put dryer sheets in them. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's not mm-hmm. weird. No. Um, yeah, but it, it does shoes. look weird when you open the closet and there's like shoes with dryer sheets. <laughs> Go get that Mega Babe toe deodorant. Um, okay. Yeah, I spray on my feet and then I let it dry. I quickly spray on my feet, get between the toes, um, and then let it dry. And then I put on my socks and my shoes and it fucking works, dude. Wait, I'm so here for this. I'm totally going to get some of that. That's yeah. amazing. Um, that's not my captivation, okay. but um, I mean, <laughs> it's a fucking hit. Um, my captivation, though, is... I needed a new leave-in conditioner, and, like, I'm really fucking tired of using Olaplex. Like, I really want to get away from the whole brand um, because it's hurting my hair more than I think it's helping. And I only wash my hair once a week. So, like, I'm doing it correctly. For those of you that do not do not know this, you're not supposed to use Olaplex every single day. Um, if you are and your hair is falling out, that's why. You know um, what? It's funny you said that because I haven't used Olaplex in a minute. So I still have it. I just haven't reached I for it. I, I also don't want to replace it because it's so expensive. I don't. I don't think it's that expensive <laughs> in comparison to other ones that are sold at True. Sephora. I don't think True. it's that expensive. True. But um, it. Yeah, I, I don't like the way it makes my hair my hair feel anymore. I feel like it's actually hurting it more than it's helping. And um, I. Don't recommend using it every single day. Literally, if you use it every single day, your hair will fall, start falling out and thinning. Um, it's not meant to be used every day. I only recommend people to use it maximum twice a week. Yeah, because it's um, like a bonding shampoo. It's yes, not it like a not cleansing a daily, daily. It is not a daily cleansing yeah. shampoo. No. Yeah. Um, I always tell people, like, if you're using that, like, wash your hair maybe twice a week. So, like, so use that one a week. And then on, like, the second time you wash your hair, use, like, use, a like, cleansing. Use, like, a different, yeah. Um, I always recommend people using the Bumble and Bumble Sunday shampoo. Because um, it's a really – but if you color your hair, you cannot use that shampoo. It is a cleansing shampoo. It will gotcha. strip your hair color. Um, but if you don't color your hair, it is a great shampoo to use. Um, but – all that being said, I was using the bump, I was using the um, Olaplex number six as my leave-in conditioner, and now I decided to try out the JVN, which is by Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Um, it is his hair care brand at Sephora, and it is the blowout um, milk. It's a leave-in conditioner. It smells so fucking good. Oh my god, it <laughs> smells amazing. It's like very coconut, very floral. Um, it's really nice, but it's really, really creamy, and I just work that into my hair before I blow dry my hair because I always blow dry my hair. I do not let my hair air dry uh, just because of I, it makes it easier when I want to style it. Um, but it really gave me a nice blowout. It gave me a volume. It didn't weigh down my hair too much, um, but it didn't make me feel dry and frizzy. So I really, really like that one, and my hair smelled great afterwards. So I nice. recommend checking that out. And uh, it's in a glass bottle. Like, I really care about fucking packaging when it comes to beauty products because I feel like you get what you pay for, and I like it when the packaging's nice because I feel like, I, you know, my money went somewhere nice. Um, but if you don't like the JVN one, I also write the, recommend the Way leave-in spray as well, too. I love so Way. Great. I love the way their stuff smells, yes. too. Yes, I love Jen Atkin. I think she is a very intelligent, smart human we have a ton of captivations and if you're ever curious about like what we love and you want links to it we have like a whole highlight on our instagram stories that you can go check out it's at the gals guide pod and while you're over on instagram also give us a follow on our personals at emily elise and at hannah nicole adams but we do it every single episode we have over 150 episodes in our catalog we just celebrated our three-year anniversary if you are a new listener hi welcome we're so excited to have you along for this journey and we're so happy you chose us to be your guides make sure you give us a follow like anywhere you listen to these podcasts apple spotify wherever you listen and leave us a nice little rating review it helps us out but we're going to be talking about engagement today and hannah's going to be like diving straight into 
everything that you need to know about being engaged. Because I feel like you definitely changed a lot from before being engaged to now. But before we get into all of that greatness, we're going to do a couple ad reads and we'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Okay, Hannah. Engagement. <laughs> Engagement. What does that word mean to you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, get ready for a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, because you feel like, I feel like you definitely have had a wild ride with your engagement, but it's been fun mm-hmm. nevertheless. So can you tell us a little bit about, like, I guess how you've how have you felt this entire time like trying to plan your wedding and just being engaged and like what has that done like for your relationship? Yeah, so I will say as the time of engagement has gotten longer, I guess, um the like not the exciting excitedness has worn off, but it's become more like, okay, it's game time. Like we've got stuff to do. Like um, you're prepping for like the Super Bowl in a way. We're like, we're like prepping for the big game. <laughs> like we, we are like really going hard. Like we're, does it we're, take you back to making, softball playoffs? Yeah. Like we're making all the, like, we're making all the plays. We're making all the calls. Like we're rubbing a little dirt in it and we're making some good food to go along with it. Like I feel like I'm prepping for like a marathon. Like, I feel like, I feel like I'm prepping for, like, this day that is, like, supposed to be, like, phenomenal. And I'm, like, I must remember that I'm a human, number one. And number two, that I actually have to enjoy this day. So, like, yeah. I'm just trying to remember all those things. But wedding aside, I think engagement has been such an exciting time. I think, like, initially I was, like, on cloud nine, kind of blacked out in the moment, not really sure I mean, what like, I said. Like, while we're, while we're speaking of this, the week this episode's going up is the week of your wedding, too. So it really is game time, and it is, like, everything's coming to a close at this point. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. And, and it's so wild to me that it's already here. Um because I feel like we were in Disney World having a blast like yesterday. So, but then at this at the same time, it has gone by like slow, mm-hmm. but like overall, it has gone by so fast. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people tell you, but you don't really realize it until you're in the moment and it's over. So mm-hmm. like. I think the first thing that I learned from like being engaged is that it's really important. It's really important to really take in all of the moments Mm -hmm. of engagement because it literally goes by so fast. And I think it goes by so fast because half of the time that you're engaged, you're planning this whole big exciting day to look forward to. That's to celebrate your love and like bring everyone together but, like, it's really important to, like, enjoy every day of your engagement because you're never going to be in this, like, part, like place in your life again where, like, everyone is celebrating you and everyone is willing to help and everyone is mm-hmm. really supportive and all eyes are on you. And I think that's something that was hard for me to kind of, like, accept was that, like, it, like yeah. I, I, I wish I had accepted the celebration, the eyes on me, the support, the like people wanting to do things for me yeah. a little bit more because I'm, I'm yeah, so controlling. The next time that everybody comes together is, is when, when you have dead. a child. Oh, well, or that. <laughs> <laughs> we were on we were on really two different playing fields there. Um, Like when you're dead, I'm like when you birth, when you birth a human. 
and I can tell and the children are not on my this, mind. I was my life say, path at all. And this is the dynamic that you guys get from our podcast. Like it is literally <laughs> so different. Um, that is that's actually comical. But I was thinking about it because I was like, a lot of people in my life are having children. Um, and I've always felt like a couple steps behind. So, but I've been seeing oh, lately how you're still stuck on that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. You're good. Um, that was, that was honestly great. Um, I'm taking out my earrings as we speak. That's so. gotta be the intro. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely the intro. Um, but I was, but I was noticing that like all of, all of the people around me and like some people mm-hmm. on TikTok mm-hmm. who are having babies, like they do the same thing where they FaceTime everyone and they tell everyone and then they, mm-hmm. they wait until everyone knows. And then they post on social media, which is very similar to like getting engaged. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, some people choose to just not say anything or some people choose to not tell anyone and just do the post. And or just, you know, fucking to do, do just post on social media before telling anybody else and then just make everybody else find out that way. Right. Yeah. So, so, Not a soft launch, just a straight up hard (laughs) ass launch. (laughs) I literally think everyone in my life would have been so mad. I would have been furious. But like if I did that, y'all wouldn't expect anything different. No, but I would still be pissed. (laughs) I love how you're like, I yeah, that sounds like you, but like I'm still going to be upset. I don't, I don't count. I'm always in the know. I need to know everything. (laughs) But I think. But I think that part of engagement is really exciting. Like, it's like Mm -hmm. you have this secret that you, like, get to share with all the people that, like, love you and care for you. Um, And so I think another thing that I learned kind of, like, circling back to what I said in the beginning was that it's okay to let people celebrate you and do things for you. Because this is like the one time outside of death and um, babies um, that all eyes are on you and everyone's there to support you and support your love. Um, and so I think I was feeling some guilt that like people were doing all these nice things for me, but like, but it's reciprocated. Like I've been in several weddings and I've been to several weddings and, or my friends have had babies and, you know, I've been there for them and done the exact same thing. So like it, it was yeah. my turn. It was my turn. So, and it was hard for me in the moment to accept that but now as we're getting closer to the wedding I'm like you know what it's my turn it's my turn to like mm-hmm. be celebrated so mm-hmm. yeah it'll be your See, turn we, we tried we tried telling you that on your bachelorette trip and you just didn't want to listen when we offered to pay for your food I know I I know um yes so um on the flip side of that sentiment I think also I have learned that when big life events happen mm-hmm. and people are, you know, supporting you and encouraging you, it really shows you like who in your life and who in your circle like is really there yes, for you. That's because true. I feel like I feel like there's so many people that drift away during exciting moments. Um, and I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's jealousy. I don't know if it's, they don't have the time to commit. I don't know if it's, they really just don't care. Um, Interesting. but I think it's important to like take note of that and just be mindful of it moving forward. Not Did to say you that feel like that happened with you. Um, there were like one or two people that I expected to be like a little bit more invested that weren't. Got it. Um, which is totally fine. Like I said, we're all adults and we're all doing our own things, and it is what it is. But I think moving forward, you take note of that, and then you give the same energy. Like, don't bend over backwards for somebody who didn't show you that support in your special moments. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that's just something that happens with, with age and as we grow mm-hmm. and yeah, absolutely everyone, everyone spends their time in different ways. And, and it's, you know, it's a little bit harder to do things as we have more and more responsibilities as adults. So, mm-hmm. um, just taking, you know, not being like tit for tat, like you didn't come to me, I didn't come to you, but at yes. the same time, like, not going above and above and above and beyond so much when yeah. it's not when it's not given to you. Like there there should yeah. be some equality. Because I think it's also different too when you have some friends like me who like don't live in state. Oh and yeah. can't, you know, Yeah, be you're there. the it's one like, I was talking about. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Wow. I just love that. <laughs> totally, totally joking. So in that case when I get married, oh, <laughs> Girl, <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it, sh- it, just, it just shows you. It just, sh- even if it's like a simple, like, so excited for you <laughs> text. Yeah. You know, um, okay, do you think that people sometimes reach out to you though randomly because they want to invite to the wedding? I was also going to say that. Okay. I was so yes. curious because I was I like, I feel like some people do that. Yeah. I definitely feel like some people, it's like, it can literally go to any extreme. Like you've got your people who are like, oh, don't have time for you um, or are jealous of you. And then you mm-hmm. have your people who are like, oh my God, I'm so excited for the wedding. And it's like, honey child, you were not ever going to be invited. <laughs> in, no, in no world were you ever on the guest list. <laughs> or like they're just reaching out to you to be like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you. Congrats on your engagement. It's like, I haven't spoken to you since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, I'm like, I don't know the intention behind it, but like, it just seems yeah. out of the blue. But yeah. but then again, like there are people that I drifted away from in college who have had babies and I've commented like, congrats, your baby's so cute or like so excited for you guys or you guys are going to be yeah. great parents. And yeah, you know, I mean, I think, I think there's a time and place, but I think it's whatever the intention is behind it. And sometimes that's really hard to read over like a social media post or like a text. Um, but so that's that's all of that. Like I feel I feel like I learned a lot about myself, a lot about the mm-hmm, people who mm-hmm. who really do care about me. Mm-hmm. Um and I also realized that holy cow, I'm not going to be engaged in 2 weeks. Um You're going to be actually I'm going to be married. a literal wife, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you guys though, you had the advantage of living together though oh my god it's time to be real <gasps> i know i saw that wait okay we have to be real really fast guys um we both have decided that we're gonna be real um how exciting is this that we're on the podcast live um oh my gosh if it would load <sighs> perf okay my turn <laughs> click on the notification okay here we go oh my gosh i only have so many seconds left wow i love that for us <laughs> um, I have no idea what we were talking about. What were we talking about? But I will say you guys had an advantage, though, because you were living together prior to your engagement. Do you feel like that made a difference and, like, made the engagement process a lot easier? Or did it bring more difficulties? Um, I definitely think that it made it easier. That was actually something that I wrote down um for something that I mm-hmm. learned was that you really don't know someone until you share a space with them. <laughs> Amen to that. Um, it, it is so true. Um, a lot of compromise has to happen in order to literally mm-hmm. co-habit with somebody. And it's like not like... Well, you also have to compromise in the wedding process too. So oh, you kind of like get used definitely. to that and you get to know their tastes mm-hmm. and it makes it easier. You know how to communicate compromise yes, better. And I think... The difference between like living with another person and living with somebody that you're going to eventually marry is that like the whole house is both of yours. Like there's no space, Mm -hmm. at least in our two bedroom apartment, that is like just mine or just Blaine's. Um, Now, if Mm -hmm. we were to have a house one day, I do. do Yeah, I would like to have like my own office or him have his own like area where he can chill with the boys or you know whatever like places we can obviously like go into and places you guys can decorate and like you know if you like I love it that my one of my friends who's married when they got their house because they had an apartment before they I think they lived before they got married and then they bought a house afterwards but in the house they use this like one of the extra bedrooms as like her glam room so like because she's really into makeup so like she uses like her little glam room and then he basically takes up the whole garage um I'm sorry, the, the whole basement for like all of his like stuff and everything so like I think it's great that they have like their own separate spaces like for those little things because it's always great when you can like do separate things together but sometimes you need that se- you need your space to yourself yes and it's really hard when you live with a yes partner. and it's really hard when you live in like an apartment situation like I mean I know people do it all the time and sometimes that's people's long term but my hope is to eventually have a house where we have a little bit more space to where we can have a little bit more individuality um Mm -hmm. because he's been really sweet about letting me kind of like bring in stuff that I want however there's also (laughs) a lot of stuff from like 
his his house and his family because when we moved in, like the sword. Yes, we have a sword. Um, actually, <laughs> actually, don't know where the sword is. Oh, I see it. Actually, it's on top of the fridge. Um, it's an Eiffel Tower, but it's a sword. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but it. But so if you had like if you had like a man cave, you could put the sword in there. Absolutely, and it's fine. absolutely. But like even like we have a lot. Like a lot of our furniture is like hand me down basically. Um, because when we both yeah. moved in, like we weren't willing to buy new stuff. So my hope is eventually as we, you know, now are this like married couple, we are going to start to mm-hmm. kind of like take out the old and put, bring in new. Um, so that's my mm-hmm. hope for us, mm-hmm. like just as a couple in general, but also like whenever we do mm-hmm. find our home that we're going to live in, um, have no idea what the future holds as far as that goes. We've kind of like started talking about options, but, um, nothing's set in stone there, but, um, that brings me to my next two points, uh, communication and compromise. Um, I'll start with compromise. I think compromise can be your best friend through this process. However, I think you really have to make sure that you aren't the only person compromising or they're not yes. the only person compromising. Like it has to it be a two way street. Yes. And it has to be on things that. Like, there are certain things that I am not willing to compromise on. Um, and that's mm-hmm. okay. And I think that's okay. And I think it's okay to stand your ground on those certain things. As is long, it little things or is it big No, it's things. little. I'm just It's curious. little. It's I'm, like... I was like, is it like decor? Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's like where we keep certain me. things. And I'm like, this has to go here. Um, but then like... Because that's me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I don't... Like, let's be real, babe. Out of who, what's the ha- who would, which one has taste? We know it's me. I know. Okay, our, so like... And like, our apartment is such a mess right now just because we have so many things from like the wedding and from our, um, from my bridal showers. I think it's so cute that you do compromise on one thing and it's like on your little entryway table. <laughs> There's like some balls or something <laughs> that... They got, they got, actually got moved to beside the TV. They're like weighted balls. I don't know what they are, but you let him leave them out on display. Listen, because, because it has to be both of our houses. However, I'm like, can we maybe like move that over here? But it's so cute because he like it's not like he just like sits them down like he, they're in a box like on display. And I don't <laughs> it's just know. like my dude, what the fuck are these? I think they're like weighted balls for like like I don't know what they are. I, for what? I have <laughs> coordination. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I will ask and I will report back about what they are. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's me compromising. Um. And then you let the Eiffel, you let the Eiffel Tower sword. Well, and like also, I hate our couch and our. I love the recliner, but I don't want a recliner. But like, because I don't like the look mm-hmm. of it. But mm-hmm. like, I hate our couch and I hate our kitchen table. I I bought new chairs, have not yet replaced the table, so I I have compromised in a lot of ways. Um, we also have a free coffee table that we got from somebody's driveway in our house. Um, and I'm not typically that person, so, um, I'm ready to get rid of that thing too. But I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say, okay, I'd rather go to Mexico than buy a new table or, you know, I'd rather go do this than, so I'm just like making it work until mm-hmm. we have, you know, we have the mm-hmm. funds to, cause it is very, very expensive to replace furniture. Girly pop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so it's like, I know it's going to take time and I know that like, it's going to yes. take a very long time for my house to look the way that I want it to look. So I'm just trying to be patient. We have cheaper options for now, and eventually I will get the things that I want. But it just also makes me think a little bit harder on, like, what I want to buy. And I do – I'm very – I'm trying to be more intentional on, like, what I add to my, like, repertoire of furniture. So Repertoire of furniture. Listen. (laughs) Listen, when you catch me at 6.50 p.m., I'm a little bit more eloquent than when we record at, like, 10 (laughs) p.m. Okay, so we talked about compromise. Again, make sure it's not just you. Make sure it's not just your partner. Um, yes. The other thing that I've really learned, um, and I... Well, then, uh, oh, okay. before you move yeah. on, I just thought, I, th- I thought of something and I wanted to bring it up. You also don't make decisions on your space together without consulting him 
first. And I do think that's a good thing that you have yeah. implemented in your relationship. Yeah, anything, um, anything that... And I feel like you probably do it in other areas. You do it in other areas, too. I mean, you're not asking for permission to buy, like, clothes, like, while you're out shopping or anything like that. But, like, you... like. For your shared space or something that would affect him as well, you do give notice. Right. I was going to say anything that, like, um, that affects the both of us, we make the decision together. And we're pretty good about sitting on it for a little bit and making sure that that's the decision that we want to make. Did you consult him when you changed your job? Yes. We actually sat down together and made a pro-con list for both moves. (laughs) <laughs> from going oh, okay, from cool. one job and then back to the same job. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and it was nice to kind of have somebody who wasn't in my world to like, like not in my world, but like not in my speech world is what I meant. Um, to kind of help me through that decision yeah. to have like an unbiased opinion just based on like fact yeah. and like what, and it was nice that it was him because he sees me all of the time. So he sees me when I'm stressed, when I'm happy. And he was like, mm-hmm. I could tell that you weren't loving this new job. Um, so mm-hmm. he definitely supported the change, um, which was really, really nice. But, but yeah, so that kind of like ties into obviously communication is key, yada, yada, yada. We, we all, if you know don't know this, that by now, if you don't know that by now, but unsubscribe. <laughs> I think we've said it in literally every single episode <laughs> at some point, it's some way. We're the communication guides um, now. Like, honestly, <laughs> obviously like communicate, but heavily communicate during wedding season and planning Mm -hmm. a wedding. Mm -hmm. However, something that I wish that we would have done a little bit more than just discussing like the wedding was discussing like our future plans for being married. We've already discussed Mm -hmm. a lot of that anyways in our like relationship. But like, for example, our lease is ending our lease at our apartment comes up for renewal, I guess, at the end of January. So we've been, like, tiptoeing around the idea of, like, what do we want to do? Um, we are going to get some land. And so we're, like, obviously, eventually the the goal or the, like, dream would be to build a house, um, something that we mm-hmm. both love, something that is mm-hmm. a replication of us, um, something with space for the things that we want to do eventually in our lives we're not really like at a spot right now where we can do that. So we're trying to Mm -hmm. decide like what we want to do. And with the wedding being like this big cloud over our head, as far as like taking up our extra attention and making all these plans and doing all these meetings, we haven't had a time to like really sit down and talk about that. Luckily we have some time Mm -hmm. after the wedding. So it's not like something that we need to do immediately. Mm -hmm. However, some people don't live together before they're, they get married. And so in mm-hmm. those situ- situations, I think it... Which is also fine. Yeah, Do what absolutely. you want. But in those situations, I think it's super important to talk about like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to get a house? Are we going to do this? Are we going to get an apartment? Are we going to rent mm-hmm. somewhere? Um, yeah. I know when my parents got engaged, my dad bought the house that I was born in and he lived in that before. Um, and then when, I, when they got married, my mom moved in. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just think... While wedding planning is super exciting and talking about that is super exciting, it's also nice to, like, steer the conversation to other things that you're planning to do as a married couple. Um, So just Mm -hmm. making sure that you communicate in that. And also, like, letting your partner also partake in helping you plan. Um, Because I think what happens, especially from, like, your, like – Heteronormative. Yeah, I was like, what is the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Your heteronormative, heteronormative, like, bride and groom situation. Yeah. Um, the grooms always feel like it's not Left their out. day. And so yeah. I think as much as I've tried, Blaine's even said it's still your day. Like, it's your day. And I'm like, no, like, I mm-hmm. want it to be our day. And so I'm trying really hard to, like, have him pick things and have him be a part of things. And so um, – I think that's important. I don't know if it, I don't know if they will feel like it's their day, but I think at least mm-hmm. showing the effort and like communicating that to them is really important. Yeah. And like, yes, if there are certain things that you absolutely like want your way, fine. Love that. But like on the little details that like don't matter as much, like place settings, um, the food for sure, cake, music, stuff like that. Um, 
like little details like that that's like okay like i it could go either way like i don't really have like a set thing for it and food i feel like definitely he should have an input oh, on because 100%. he's also going to be eating it well he's gonna eat more um, than I, I do probably because i'm yeah. gonna be so nervous yeah but like place settings and like table settings like like you don't know who his friends are and like what like who's gonna sit well together um, and then, like, just, like, little details, like, what you want, like, the chairs to look like, and, like, what you want, like, the tableware to look like, um, how you, like, little things like that, like, there you, where you're just, like, I have, like, an idea, but, like, I'm not, like, set in stone on anything, what do you think? Like, I would like your, a voice and your opinion on it, and then if he doesn't have one, fine, at least you tried and fucking asked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, that's kind of, and we'll touch on this later, but, like, that's kind of what we did, um, I pulled him in yeah. for the things that, like, I cared about but didn't really like care how it went um I was really dead set on having tacos at my wedding we're not doing that however we're going to however we're going to Mexico so I'm gonna have a week of delicious food so I'm I'm totally fine with that um but yeah communication and compromise listen listen we'll just I'm just gonna sneak in a bowl of chipotle for you (laughs) it's okay I'll just get chipotle the the for lunch the day of my rehearsal dinner that's what i'll do yeah there you go there you go (laughs) um so yeah communication compromise obviously important um something that i think when you're engaged and you have the stress of like planning a wedding um obviously you're marrying this person you're choosing to to wed this person so you should feel comfortable you should feel comfortable expressing yourself and your feelings um, and if you don't, here's hoping. if you don't, maybe you should reevaluate the situation. Maybe it's a red flag. You know, um, if you're going to like literally create, uh, come like a combined life with this person, you know, you can have your stuff and their stuff, but like, you're going to have like a lane of y'all are, is combined. You are mixed on some aspects. Um, <laughs> this is chaotic. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the chocolate and vanilla swirl. Yes, it's like it's like I'm the chocolate, he's the vanilla, and then like part of us, like we like to mix sometimes, you know? But like sometimes we like to do our own thing. Um, anyways, that's totally besides the point. Um, during engagement, like I have realized like if you don't know your partner's communication style and how to work through things, you need to figure it out ASAP. Like because you're going to come in like bumps. There's going to be things that stress you out. There's going to be things that don't go your way. And like if you're not able to talk through it and explain and communicate like why it's upsetting you or why it's frustrating you or why you're really excited about this, but maybe they're not they're not meeting you at that level. Like this is the time to like figure it out because you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person, hopefully. And you don't want to be in a situation where you can't express your thoughts or you don't feel like you can communicate it effectively. Um, so yeah, we've, we're really good at that anyways. I think, um, we both are really open and we both will just kind of like straight up be like, it might take us a minute, but like what you said hurt my feelings and here's why yada yada. Or I don't know why you're not helping me with this aspect. Like I really need your help. I've asked you a couple of times and I still haven't received it. Like, can we sit down tonight Mm -hmm. and do it together? Um, and -hmm. I think just taking, the time out of your busy schedule to sit down and like have those conversations over dinner or whatever is really important. Um, because I think a lot of times you get so wrapped up in like what's to come in the future that you miss out on the moments of being an engaged couple in the moment. Um, and I think a lot of couples look back and they're like, dang, like we didn't even really like spend time together and like be excited. And, um, I feel like Blaine and I have done a really good job about still making time for each other. We have crazy schedules. You're still incorporating date nights and you're still incorporating like dinner nights. Yeah. Like we went on a date and creating romantic moments. We went on a date to the fair, like last week in our County fair and it was so fun. And, um, it was just really nice to like do something that had nothing to do with the wedding. (laughs) Did you have a fried Oreo for me? Oh, I had a lot of things, but a fried Oreo was definitely one of them. (laughs) Okay. Good. (laughs) Yes. Um, But I think that's also something I've learned is to make sure that you still do things and talk about things other than just the wedding. Absolutely. Because I think it, I think, I think. You get lost in the hustle and bustle sometimes. And I think you're expected. Yeah. And I think you're expected to like only focus on that and only talk about that. And when you're with your family, you only talk about this and you only do this. And so it's really nice. That would drive me insane. It's a lot because like 
depending on how long your engagement is, like some people have like two, three year long engagements, especially. That's what I want to, that's what I want to have. And it's because I don't want to, yeah. I, I know the idea if I, I was to have, and that's another thing I want to eventually ask you. I know for me, like some people, I always notice like a lot of people, they're like, oh, let's get, they get married within the year of their engagement. And I'm like, why do you do that? One, just for me, it just feel I just, just that idea alone stresses me out. And so I know that if I had a prolonged engagement, it would it wouldn't feel like it would stress me out as much and everything. And I just, I was like, well, I just never understood like why people always did that. And I get it. Maybe it's easier and everything like for vendor wise and shit like that. But like, I've never understood like why some people just do it so quickly. Um, yeah. I think I would have liked a little bit longer of an engagement. However, but you, I know you were dead set in I, October and you didn't want to yes, wait like two I years. I really wanted a fall wedding and I really wanted an October wedding. And so because he proposed uh, October 20th of last year. So, and, so basically, <laughs> you sh- you tell your uh, future partner when, when you, you wa- want to get married. Yes, and like how And long. hopefully they can plan the proposal like in May if you want to follow <laughs> Or just like, or talk about like how long you'd like to be engaged. How long you think it, you, yeah. would, you, you would want to take to plan a wedding. And so honestly. Like for me. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, for me, like, it's a family tradition that everybody gets married on the 19th. And I would prefer an April wedding. So, God forbid if April 19th is, like, on a Wednesday. We're going to Vegas. (laughs) We're doing a Vegas Vegas? wedding and then we're going to have the actual ceremony. But, no, I've literally talked about that. Like, how I have to get married on the 19th. I would love to get married in April or June. Just because, like, a lot of the other months that I would like, someone's already been married in my family on that. So I don't want to have the same anniversaries, um, like, my parents or my grandparents or, like, an uncle. Um, so I have, like, thought, I'm like, well, okay, well, if, like, April 19th or June 19th is, like, on a Wednesday, like, me and my partner would just go to Vegas, just us two, and a photographer and get married by Elvis, like, in a wedding chapel mm-hmm. or something. And it would just be us two. And I think that it would just be – we could, like, do, like, more intimate moments that way and everything. And it just be literally just for us. And then have the bigger wedding for my fa- for our families, for our friends, and, you know, have that bigger celebration. But we're literally doing it just for us. And then I'm not technically breaking the tradition. And then we won't get divorced. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I love that. Because that's the superstition. I love that so much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's something that is important that I had never thought about was like, just kind of talking about like timeline and like how, not like timeline mm-hmm. of like in three years, I want you to in, get like it proposed to me, but like, I would like to get married in the fall and I'd like to have a year and a half to plan a wedding. So well, if you're and, considering proposing, yeah. think about, take that into consideration of the timing. Also take into consideration that weddings are backed up. By like a year because of COVID. Because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just take that into consideration too. There's nothing wrong with a long engagement at all, period. Um, I just didn't want to do it any more than a year. And um, yeah, I mean, it worked out. I mean, yeah, because our friend Allie and Chris, they just got engaged and their wedding's in March. And I'm like, oh my God, there are some people that put together a quick wedding and it's awesome. But but theirs is like a micro wedding. It's very, very small, very, very intimate, no more than 20 people kind of situation. They're like getting like this estate kind of situation out in like Joshua Tree. So like it's a lot more intimate, private kind of thing to where you don't need this elaborate like huge venue and then like all these different vendors right, for right. it. And you don't have to, you know, have people make arrangements to fly out or like all these little details that would take like like photographers for example like i think the photographer is like a really close friend of theirs so like it's not something to wear like that's the main thing like for me like a photographer making sure that they're available yeah that to was be able to fly out the venue and the photographer were the first things that i booked because yeah. i was like those are the two things that i absolutely have to have so um fair yeah um something obviously that i learned well two things weddings are freaking expensive yes <laughs> and there's really no way around it you can try your best to have, and I mean, some people do it. Some people have a cheaper wedding and everything is great and it's everything they want. But I think that you have to, during this like time with your partner, like you have to take the time to really go through your must-haves and the things that you're willing mm-hmm. to live without. 
And mm-hmm. so that was something that we had to communicate together. I'm not going to go into detail about all that, but like basically weddings are expensive and uh, save up. That's my, that's yeah, my engagement I mean, um, tip of the week. <laughs> save yeah, your money. I mean, like I, I definitely would say, you know, uh, I had a friend who got married and she, neither one of them are devoutly religious. I know he's not at all. Um, but they got married in a church because it was free. And then they really didn't shell out a lot on decorations as much. Cause they were like, we can, the hotel that they had the reception at was already really beautiful. So they didn't really need to have to shell out much. They were like, we fucking care about the food and the photographer. That's the only thing that we really care about. And we want an open bar. So that's where they put their money into. They put the, like, we want everybody to have amazing food. We want to have an open bar and we just want, really want nice photos. I really don't like, we already have a good, I think that's the thing. Like when you're thinking of a venue, probably like thinking of like having good bones to the place you're working with. If you don't want to want to shell out on decorations, Find a place that has good bones yeah. that you don't have to work a lot with. And it's just like, you know, like, I think that's why I think industrial weddings are really pretty sometimes mm-hmm. because it's the contrast of the femininity of the wedding plus the masculinity of the industrialness. Yeah. Different things like that. And then you've DIY'd some of the stuff for your wedding too, but obviously we're going to get more into this in another episode yeah. in the coming month. Yeah. But, but to that um, sentiment, like, the courtyard where I'm getting married is beautiful by itself. Like, mm-hmm. w- when they put the chairs out and, like, make it an aisle, it's so pretty. And you have all the twinkly so lights. So many lights, so many trees. Like, it's it doesn't yeah. need much. Like, we did just mm-hmm. very small things for the ceremony. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I have two more two more things that I learned. Okay. Um, stress. Well, let me save that one to the end. Um, First thing, societal pressures surrounding weddings and your bachelorette party and your bachelor party are so loud during your engagement time, I think. Um, What do you mean by that? Like expectations, like the pressures Mm -hmm. of, you know, doing things a certain way and like um, how how you need to do your ceremony and how you need to do your reception and like what needs to be included and who needs to be just invited input just from like society yes, and friends and, I, and family. And like I said in multiple episodes, like the t- like TikTok is the wedding TikTok is crazy and it's like it's helpful. Like a lot of them are like super helpful and it's really fun to watch. And, but then also it's like, Oh, I'm not doing that. Do I need to do that too? Like, and you keep like, you like second guess yourself and you second guess like what you want. So you have to like really make sure that you're doing what you want for yourself. Like for example, like Mm. Blaine went on a bachelor party weekend with his guy friends and he texted me and like told me what he was doing and he was like, we're going like go-karting or we're going to go play arcade and we're like going out. But I don't feel like I'm giving the guys like the bachelor party experience. I feel really lame. And I was like, no. Like, what is the bachelor party I was experience? Like, Do you strippers? Mean strip clubs? Like you guys already did that in like high school. Like, I mean, like you don't like, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Like, let's be honest. And he was like, I just feel lame. And I was like, but are you having fun? He's like, I'm having a blast. I'm like, that is all that That's matters. That's all that matters. It does not matter. You didn't have, like, the bachelorette, like, where, like, we went to, like, a male strip yeah, club. Or, and, like, we weren't, like, anything taking wild, like, shots clubs and, like, like <laughs> people's bodies and stuff. Like, Oh, yeah, like, you know, but, what? Like, I, I had, was. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. We I'm made kidding. candles. Like, we did things that I wanted to do that are fun and that I enjoy doing. And so yes. I think that you don't have to do what everyone else is doing to still have a good time and feel celebrated. You don't have to have body shots off the bartender in order to be a bachelorette. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I think that that is like, you have to remember that like the people that are participating in your wedding, your bachelorette party, your bachelor party, they're doing it because they love you and they want to celebrate you. You do not need to worry if they're having fun or not. And this is me talking to you my were past so self. fucking worried I about that. So, you were so concerned. I was so I'm like, worried about it. And I really wish that I could do it again and not be worried. And that would be something I was, that I would tell any future bride is that like your friends love you and they are there because they want to spend time with you. Honestly, we could have sat on the couch and everyone still would have had a good time. You could have, we could have sat on the couch and watched movies. You could have drugged me to a strip club and I still would have gone. Like, I really didn't care. I was like, 
I'm here for you. I'm here for to like hang out with you and to see you. And that's what everybody else is here to do. Like, yeah. Now, if you want me, to, if you want me to go like do heroin or something yeah, like, like that, maybe I'm gonna say no. <laughs> but like, if you wanted to go, like, I, if you wanted to go have a wild club night, like, sure, like, just give me a head notice so I can like cram some like energy drinks into me, and then I'm good to go. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, but like other than that, like I don't, I don't care. Right. Like, and I think like yeah. to all the people pleasers out there, like myself, like you need to make sure you're enjoying your time because this is this is it. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully this absolutely. is it for you. And like this is your bachelorette party and like you're not going to have to have another one later on, okay? Again, <laughs> the next time these people are going to come together for it's you with the is baby. when you're dead. Okay, we're still on different <laughs> wavelengths here. Um, but I think just remembering that like this is your your engagement, your wedding, your parties. Just like don't don't give in to all the like pressures of doing things certain ways and you know, whatever you decide to do is going to be beautiful and fun and exciting. Because, And I think, here's the thing, too, because I think some people, may, and I think maybe you are like this, too. You're like, uh, like, I don't want people to feel like, you know, they have to go, like, the cl- I'm just using the club as an yeah, example. Yeah, that's fine. Because it's just the easiest thing. Um, like, you know, I really want to go to the club, but, like, I know, like, Susie Q, like, doesn't really like going to the club and, like, someone else and someone might not want to go. So, like, we're just not going to go do that. Like, if someone doesn't want to go to the club. They don't go. They can, they don't, they don't, they won't, they won't go. Like, they can just go back to the hotel room. If they don't do that, then that's their own fault um, kind of thing. But, like, also, with that being said, I think people, like, when they're like, oh, I'm going on a bachelorette trip, you kind of psych yourself up for any of those wild possibilities to happen. Like, you're mentally prepared for that stuff to happen if it does. So, like, it's fine. If That's why I was like, if you wanted to go to, like, to a club or something, I'm like, normally I don't like going to clubs, but, like, I'm... I know that that could happen, and I'm prepared for that to happen because I know I'm on a bachelorette trip. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. And it's it's like going to Vegas. Really, you don't expect to have a relaxing trip in Vegas. You're, you're going to fucking you're Vegas. Up all night. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah, that makes total sense. And it's funny. Like, it's funny because I was super anxious about my bachelorette trip, and Blaine was super anxious before his bachelor party. So like, it comes from the place of like I want everyone to have a good time, but again it's all about you it's all about you like don't it's all about you baby girl it's all about you and i'm gonna take all of this information into my wedding day so i am gonna be cool um, calm and collected and i'm gonna be excited and happy and everything's about me and i don't care if you don't like it you can walk out and go take a lap (laughs) like literally for my i'm just comparing to my 30th because i want to go to vegas for my 30th and i know the restaurants i want to go to some people that i might invite like i want to go to catch and some people i might invite may not like seafood Sorry, babes, you can, you're more than welcome to go get Shake Shack or go somewhere else or, like, get a salad there or something else. Like, you can come along, you can get salad, or you can get, like, fries or something and, like, Uber eat something later to the hotel. I don't care. This is where I want to go. It's my day. And, like, people should be prepared, like, for the situations. And that's what I hate. Like, when I watch, like, Say Yes to the Dress and you have, like, the bridesmaids who are still trying to make that day about them, those are not your friends. Yeah. Or, like, they, need, they just need their priorities checked, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I'll end with is um, this was something that I was asking Blaine. I was like, did you learn anything from our engagement? Um, and like, <laughs> if so, like, can I share it with the gals? Um, and he said, and I totally agree with this. And I think this is okay. hard. Uh, not hard, but this was like a hard thing for us. Stress is at an all time high. Um, uh-huh. And not just for the bride like the partner is also like Blaine has also been stressed um and so I think that we have done a good job of like when I'm stressed he's been you know there to listen and when I know he's stressed like we've we've kind of like helped each other out even if we are both stressed at the both Mm -hmm. at both times whoever we saw was like a little bit more stressed out we would kind of like uh be there to listen or be there to you Mm -hmm. know give advice Mm -hmm. when possible and I think Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of times when I'm stressed, I think it's just me. Like I'm the only one in the situation so stressed out when in reality he's also been stressed too. Um, and mm-hmm. there's just a lot going on and there's a lot of, um, you know, last minute changes that happen and last minute details that have to be, you know, forked through and stuff. And so it takes a lot of time yeah. and energy and we're tired from work and we're tired from, you know, 
just life in general. Yes, because your whole, like, life is going on at the same time as this wedding's going on. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so we, so, you know, we do a good, we do a good job. Like, today, he got home, and I was like, are you hungry? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, can we go get breakfast food? And I was like, yeah. And so we went, and, and it was, like, such a long wait. So we got it to go and came back, and I was like, I was like, do you want to, like, what do you want to do? He was like, I kind of just want to, like, watch TikToks and laugh. And I was like, sounds good. So we, like, air, like, air, what is that called? Where you airplay? Air, yes. <laughs> To the TV and watch TikToks together. And I was like, you know what? This is, like, such a fun, like, moment. <laughs> but, like, finding little things like that to do together to, like, relieve your stress um, during the time. So I get that. that's all I got. That's um, some of the things that I learned and it's been a really, really fun time. And honestly, though, I, I have to say, I hate using the word fiance. So I'm well on my way to using like wanting to use husband. I don't know. Why? I don't know. I don't like that word. Oh my god! I cannot wait to use that word and be like my fiance. No. I'm a fiance. I cannot wait to be able to say that. I think oh I'm my just, god! I think you I'm are just, alone on I that I think one. I'm just ready for him, like for him to be my husband, because I already feel like we're kind of there, um, especially in these last few. I weeks. give. I feel like I don't know if this makes sense to the gals. I feel like I give off fiance energy. You definitely I give, off. give off fiance energy. <laughs> You 1,000% give off, like, three years of fiancé energy. Like, I could just picture, I'm, I'm calling it now, you're going to be engaged for, like, at least two years. That's great. You're like, listen, this wedding is going to be planned to a T. Oh, my God, yes. Like, no detail like, left, <laughs> no detail has left, like, Bitch, I, there's a song I want to walk down the aisle to, and during, like, our um, rehearsal, like, and I'm calling it a dress rehearsal, because there's going to be choreographed timing to my perfect entrance. Oh, there's also going to be that for me. I just haven't told y'all yet. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. That is fine. I can count to a B. I got an eight count buried inside of me. I am good. It's not, give me an eight count, I'll rock it. It's just, you guys are walking out to my song, too. Um... But I'm coming in no, at yeah, a specific that's the thing. time. Like, I want this whole, yes. yeah, I want this whole yeah, like song a, played. Yeah, like a build-up kind of moment, yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, yeah, I feel like I give off fiancé energy. I don't know if I give off a wife energy yet. You give off wife I energy. I totally give off wife energy. Um, yes. I think you're going to give off, like, fun wife energy, though. Like, I think I you're going to be. I, I, that's all I want to be. be the, I like, want to be the fun wife. You're going to be, like, the cool aunt wife. That's you're, what like, I want. Like, the cool aunt Yay. in wife form. The cool wife. That's what I want. Yay. Perfect. You've already achieved it. You just need the man. Sweet. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I just need a man. And a ring. Listen, we're manifesting this. Uh, 2023 is the year of the men. <laughs> Do you have any other questions? Uh, I feel like that was a good episode. I feel like. I feel like that was great. Like that yeah, was I feel prepared to be engaged, yeah. except I just need um, a man to love me back. Um <laughs> We need love to be reciprocated okay, here. One question I got. Last oh, question okay, I have actually. Okay. How did you how did you tell him what ring you wanted? Like did you just straight up go to David's and like Oh no show him the ring you wanted? Like how did you have that discussion for like the proposal of like what you wanted in a ring? Like because I he never asked me, so I I had a picture ready to go and send. I wanna say like on our like third or fourth date, he asked me. Oh my god. <laughs> And I don't know if that was, like, he knew or he just wanted to be prepared. Um, and then, like, somehow it came up again in conversation and, like, a like a year or two later, like, before he proposed, mm-hmm. obviously. But I just didn't think anything of it. He was just like, what did you say you wanted? Like, I totally forgot or something. And I think I, like, sent him another. And I just sent him a picture. Um, and what he got was still different, like, um, and I love what he got, but like the one I had sent was like six prongs holding the diamond and apparently four prongs is better than six. I mean, it looks, I think it looks better now that I've seen it on. Um, yeah, he did amazing. He, he got exactly like what I wanted, but honestly, like I think to some, some couples go and look at rings together. We never did that. We did that with our wedding bands. Like, um, I bought his and he bought mine and we went together to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. but as far as engagement rings, no, like, but I also think I would have been fine with whatever he chose. I just kind of wanted like a certain shape and I wanted a plain Mm -hmm. band. So those were my Mm -hmm. like 
Basically, I still picked out my ring. Like I wanted, I wanted to. No, because I want, I, I like, I want a gold. I want a gold band, and then I want a pair. Mm-hmm. An, um, that's uh, to the teardrop yes. shape. Yeah, that'll. That. Um, teardrop or oval. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I it just, that. it just came up in conversation, and like, it came up early. But I think he was just like wanted to have pictures of it saved. But like the carrots, just that, that didn't, wasn't. We discussed didn't discuss or any or of that. Um, and mm-hmm. he paid, he paid more for my diamond than. Um, he was planning to, and it's, like, extra shiny or something. I can't remember, like, the actual, the clarity. yeah, like, the terminology or whatever. But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, we didn't have, like, a discussion on that, and I didn't care. Like, I didn't care what carrot size or anything. Um, mm. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, yeah, I think that's it. Do you have a survival tip to, like, kind of wrap up everything? Mm-hmm. Try to have fun during your engagement. Like, try to make it a really happy and exciting time and try to enjoy all the moments and not get so caught up in what's to come in the future. And I think that's mm-hmm. just with every day of your life, like try to romanticize being engaged and romanticize each day with your partner mm-hmm. and um, just know that you're like coming towards something special, but don't rush it. Um, mm. You know, cause you never know what tomorrow will bring. So I get that. I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing. We really appreciate this. And, and um, we're also going to have a, Wedding planning episode coming up in the next couple months. You wanted to wait until after the wedding was done because you wanted to see what worked and what didn't yes, work. Yes, I need to make a yes/no <laughs> list. <laughs> Get all my oh, tips well, and tricks, and yes, uh, it'd also be really well, cool to uh, have a wedding planner on too, which would be really cool. Yes, I think that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone, please, you know, wish Hannah and Blaine congratulations, and the next time you hear her on this show, actually, that's a lie because we have pre-recorded episodes. Mm-hmm. So come the come November, I'll be married. You will be Miss Miller. I know. I gotta. You'll be gonna married. have to figure out what I'm doing with my Instagram handle, y'all. Oh my god, we're gonna, cha- su- we're gonna change the names on this podcast. Any suggestions? <laughs> Let a girl know. I know. I'm like, what do I do with my music? Do I like keep? Do I keep going with? This is why I told you to go with the stage I'm name. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> So I told you to go stage name. I'm going to talk to so many people about this. I'm going to be like, listen, what do I do? <laughs> and so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.